Hello and welcome to this edition of the Engage Podcast. We are three warriors ready Arr. for combat. I'm Jamie. I'm Simon. I'm Phil. <laughs> and in this That's one, not really Klingon, is it? Is that Ah Phil? I'm Jamie. That's better. I'm Simon. <laughs> I did it already. Thank you. Did it already? It was on the phone. And in this edition, we're going to be talking about uh, old Klingons, new Klingons, and Blingons. Yeah. So by that we mean old Klingons, which is original series. And animated, because that bloody does count. Yeah. Yep. And then we've got new clones, which is next gen onwards. And then obviously we've got the slangy term, which is bling-ons from Dave Bramsless. What you're really talking about is when they weren't scary, and then when they were scary. They and were, they, they were and bikers. They... Bikers are scary. That's that that scary. Yeah. Bike against it can be scary. I've seen many I'm of sorry, them in... there's somebody with a nose ring is not scary. Well, they um, are to me. In many crime programs I've watched, there's people. plenty of bikers. Harley Davidson people. Yeah. I know you're lovely, but yes, darn scary. Mm. So, so are Blingons. Yes, I'm mm. with Simon on this one, yeah. I'm afraid, Phil. But that's something up to come up later. So, but first of all, we're going to jump straight into our quiz. Mm. So It's been very you guys for the last yeah, few days. I've got to say, he's probably come up with loads of questions, Klingon based. To be fair, mate. Yeah, as ever, themed as ever. So yeah, themed as ever. Can I go Orc and just say Loctaro Gar? <laughs> you can, but it won't win you any points. Okay. And I might want to point out at this point in the game, Jamie has got six points. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. Out mate. of eleven, and Phil has got eight out of eleven. That's all to play for at the moment. Don't. I'm winning. I'm winning. You're winning. You loser. Well, we'll, we'll rectify that one, Phil. Well, let's I'm see. I'm gonna win. Hopefully, you got another. You got another chance to lose five points against me, though. Yeah, true. And I've got a choice to game more points. Go on, let's get this over and done with. Okay, yep. so Phil, we're going to start with you. Woohoo! Call once enlisted Jadzia Dax and Worth in a quest to find what Klingon icon? A. Their Emperor's crown. B. The Ring of Garon. C. The Sword of Kalis. Or the Grail of Kalis. Can I have the question again? Call in, once enlisted Jadzia Dax's, Jadzia Dax and Worth in a quest to find what Klingon icon? The Emperor's crown. The Ring of Gorkon, the Sword of Kalis, the Gown of Kalis. I don't actually know. Is it an episode I should have seen? You wouldn't have seen it, but it's guessable. It's guessable. Okay, it's either the sword or the crown. I remember seeing him wear a, a crown. Mm, sword or crown, sword or crown. Let's look at what don't look at me twice, for sure. I'm not saying anything. Mm. <laughs> totally your bun. I'm going to go for sword. Okay. Or your bat left, should I say. Mm. Totally your bat left. Okay, a nice easy one for you, Joe, mate. Go Who ahead. killed Caron? Wolf. Okay, write it down then. Okay, Phil, back to you. Mm-hmm. Star Trek VI, Unscuffed Country, established that the leader of the Klingon High Council is known by the title of... I don't know this. I've not seen it. I thought you had. I thought you'd seen all the uh, original series films. No. You haven't? No, I've seen all the next-gen films. Ah, so watch all the original series films in anticipation of this film. Mm. Klingons do feature quite a bit in the original series films. I don't know, High Lord Big Butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that down. High Lord, <laughs> High Lord, High Big, Lord <laughs> Big Bum. No, okay, uh, no. He's got a title, I don't know, King of Klingons. So you put down whatever you think. He's not going to be right. King of Klingons Big Butt. Right, there we go. Then put down the jokey one then, I don't know. Okay. Well, that's but two you might see that wrong. I'm trying to out even it out a bit yeah. here. So that's your... Okay, right. Phil, um, Jamie. 
This is where you might sit there going, damn you, size, you go always on, do. Go All on. from friends must endure five trials before his wedding. Four of them are blood, pain, sacrifice, and death. Name the missing one. Blood, pain, sacrifice, and death. What's the last one? Blood, yeah. pain, sacrifice, and death. Love. <laughs> oh, this is from the. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't watch that so much. Blood, pain, sacrifice, death. I am cheeky, aren't I? Oh, love famine, hunger. No, no, no. <coughs> I'm gonna say. I'm tempted to drugs. say drugs. <laughs> 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 imagine a Klingon on drugs. Oh, yeah, staying on. <laughs> uh, I was. I'm, I'm tempted to say honor for some reason, but I don't well, know. Put what you think's right, Jamie. I'm gonna just put that down, honor. Then I thought they only get honor when they die. But I don't know. It's the, it's the nearest thing I can think of to what it is. It's probably wrong, but hey. Phil, back to you. Could well be love, but I'll just put both down on a slash love. <laughs> no, you take one answer. Well, this is the no. next question I'm going to get wrong. <laughs> oh, you never know. What, what Federation attaché turned out to be a clown spy in Trouble with Triples? Mrs. Laurie, Nas Barris, Arn Darwin, Serenity Jones. You should get this one. Say them names again. Mr. Laurie. Yes, Miss Laurie is A. Nas Barris is B. Arn Darwin is C and D is Cyrano Jones Cyrano Jones who do you think it is trying to think back to who was doing what in what episode I I, I can see him I can actually visualise him in my my, he's very memorable in that episode yeah but But I can't remember his name name is Cyril Jones no that's two because he's he's pretending to be uh, humanoid isn't he human Give the first three again. Okay, Mr. Yep. Laurie, Nas Barris, Arn Darwin. I'm going Nas Barris. Okay. Can I? My third <coughs> question. What dish is traditionally served on the Day of, Do- Day of Honour? Oh, I should know this. It's Voyager. <laughs> oh, I should know this one. <laughs> oh, Scrambled um, eggs and chips. Uh, oh, was it Krenog, uh, that blood pie? Renog blood pie? Whatever it's called, I'm trying to remember the name of it. I know what it is. The Klingon blood pie thing. Just a hint here, I'm not going to tell you the answer. <laughs> Look at me going, what is it, Sai? No. I can't no. tell you. Well, do you have to pronounce it correctly? Because you know, you know what the one I'm talking about, don't you? Try and put it down as close as you can. Okay. No, oh, uh, oh it's something like that, yeah. You can't if, say the word Klingon food. If, I know, too if I know what you mean. I'll allow it. That's as, that's what I'll go for because I know it's tricky with bloody. Wait well, a minute! I can get round that with my question then. High Lord, something or other. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, fine. Uh, Red Blood <laughs> Pie or something. Uh, I I I'm trying to pronounce the name. Blood Pie. I don't know if it's right. I can't remember how to pronounce it. But blood Pie. will <laughs> be upset. Of mud Pie, it's Blood Pie. But I'll decide whether it's right or not if you're close enough. Okay. Is that fair? Yeah, no. yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Considering I'm having a whitewash here, got no questions right so far. No, you don't know. Back to you, Phil. Yeah. True or false? Klingons have tear, bu- tear ducks. Ooh. Hmm. That's a good one. I've never seen a Klingon cry. False. It's probably wrong. Fifty-fifty chance. Mm. 
Now, this is one you're going to absolute murder me about, Jamie, but hey, I just had to... Oh, well, I've got my pen ready to stab you with, if it's necessary. Just, well, no, calm down. I just had it. <laughs> Here's a Klingon episode, so hey, it will be quite fitting. Go on. Fill in the blanks. Klingons possess so many livers and something chambered heart and something ribs. So you need to number how many... Uh, what, so how many hearts, how many livers, how many ribs? I'm going to murder So how you. many livers <laughs> do they have? I so I want a number for it. Okay. How many how many chambers in the heart did they have? Yeah. And how many ribs do they have? Does he have to get all three right to get a point? Good. <laughs> mm. Um I think it's <laughs> oh, this is gonna be pretty much If you it. get this, you'll be a bit of a legend, I think. <laughs> That's not yeah, well. Um I think it. I'm gonna. This is a guess, really. I'm gonna say. I don't know. I'm going to seven. Seven. Was it? What were the three again? Ribs. Livers, liver. Uh, chambers in the heart and ribs. I'm thinking seven chambered hearts for some reason. Seven uh, chambers. Christ. I don't know why. Same. I'm thinking four ribs. But I want an answer for all three parts. And livers, I'll say. Only four humans it's, have got like. Six, have they? Yeah, one, two, three, one, two, three. No, f- eight. Almost. What? what have they got? Huh? What chambers in the heart? No, no ribs. Sorry, ribs. Humans have got eight, haven't they? More than that. Yeah, I was going to say. sixteen, I think I've heard well, recently. Are, oh, Klingons will probably have more then, really. So that's a bit of a help, but <laughs> not really. But I say uh, I need an answer because there's nothing written down at this yeah, point. My biology is um, not very good either. I'm going to say seven chambered hearts. Seven chambers in a heart. Oh, I don't know why. It's a Klingon feel. It's different to a human. I've got no idea. I don't. <laughs> with Klingon, what is that? Keep with biology. Um, I'm going to say twenty doesn't ribs. Ca- doesn't happen that often in CSI. Um, yeah. hmm? Doesn't happen that often in CSI. Doesn't no, no. Those Klingons don't really Klingon. come up. And what was the other one? Ribs and what was the um, other one? Livers. Livers. Uh, chambers in the heart. I'm just going to say four livers. I'm just <laughs> completing that guess. You've, you've only got one. <laughs> Phil go on that was you, hor- yeah, you. yeah that was a horrible question <laughs> you're welcome thank you right what was the military service of the King and Empire called you should get this through SEO the military service hmm. military service yeah you should get it through SEO what you mean like uh, I don't understand the question the, the, the army and stuff Right, Since so the army, what we what, would have the equivalent of us. What do they call it in STO? I'm giving you a bit of a help here. The clear ones. What do the clear ones call it? What's it called? No idea. Okay. So is that a pass then? You gonna make something up for? It's no in Stuttering. It really is in Stuttering Online. But you have, to be fair, you probably haven't played for a good. I've long never well. played a Klingon character. It is mentioned the Empire. Though. The Empire. So put it down if you want. That's your answer. I don't know. Okay, I've got zero questions right now. What's my last one? Well, that was a complete whitewash. I did so well, didn't I? Empire. I don't know. Right, Jamie, your last question. A great Klingon poet is referred to as a something master. <laughs> it's not It's not a Klingon word, is it? it it's a word, yeah. Klingon stump with all these Kling- questions, Simon. Thanks a great this. Klingon poet is referred to as a something master. Keep thinking the word Dahar master for some reason. There's a, there's a, there's a Klingon called Dahar master. 
but I don't think that's got anything to do with the uh, uh, a poet, yeah, poetry, yeah, I know. It's a bit of a throw, and you sit going, what on earth do I go over this? It's the only one word I know that fits with it, because I remember the Dahar Master, I don't know where I know that from. I think that's the right answer. Not Harbour Master. No, Dahar, <laughs> Dahar, is a, is a word in, Uah. I think it might be D- DS9. You are, Master? You are? Are you Dahar Master? To be honest with you, this is the only one I can think of, if I'm honest, it's the only one that comes to mind, so... Well, I think this is even stuff out this week, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I've got no questions, right? So Jamie's got a chance to catch up. <laughs> I don't think You've got at least Wharf correct. Probably, possibly that one, but I don't know about the others. Definitely not got the others. 20 ribs. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's probably less. So what are we going to do now? Uh, we're going to go into the topic, aren't we? Well, do you want to go through them again? Uh, no, I'm, I'm fairly certain I've got mine wrong. <laughs> I've probably got maybe a couple right if I'm honest I haven't been honest with you at this point Can you know at the start I said we've got five yes well we have actually got six. Oh, you cheeky you got monkey. one more question you? Yeah. and unfortunately for our listeners they will know it from last week's show you guys will know it from back in July hmm. in your Star Trek 3 discussion and that was a while ago unfortunately I've used your discussion afterwards to my advantage. But I've put a clip together to explain my last question. So I'll play that now and actually explain things better. I say, you you guys have known nothing about this. This is news to you guys. Hence the look on my face. What? So it's. (laughs) You've no idea where. Especially normally, please, Jamie. (laughs) You guys have no idea where I'm going with this, do you? Go on, we'll play the clip then. Yes, we know. Okay, so. We know. Seriously. Okay, so we'll just play that now, won't we? Accessing library computer data. So it's free all. Yeah. Free all. Well, draw so, it is, Jamie. Draw, draw it is. Draw it is. Curse Simon for that speed of light question. Yeah, we, I think we're going to have to come up with the questions next time. I really suggested good. that to oh, him. What if we start asking questions about how the warp drive works and stuff like that? He's pretty good. But what if we get some really annoying questions? Like, <laughs> like how much metal did the did, did the Enterprise C have to use? How, no, how many windows has the Enterprise C got in it? He's never going to know that. I don't think I, even I would know that. I know. 10,001. You know, you make up a number. <laughs> no, but I have suggested the idea to Simon, and he's keen on it, so we can challenge it and see if we can stump the yoga, as you say. Stump the yoga, as you say. Okay, so now I wonder what sort of question he's got for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm regretting, I'm regretting this now, you're saying regretting, that. Yeah, you're regretting getting that conversation, aren't you now? Yeah, yeah. I think we forgot that he was going to be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> I did as well. So, Go your, on in, your mystery joint question is, how many windows does the Enterprise C have? <laughs> <laughs> because this didn't have an answer until I found it out. Oh, I've, I spent my time working this out. I so bet that took some doing. I really about bet. About four days, yeah. Right. Is Rod it? for own back. <laughs> so. Dug myself a hole, can't get out now. It's multiple choice, you'd be glad to hear. Right. Oh, well. We'll work on this we're together, Phil. this right. Actually, can we do it? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to. Joint. TV uh, and Phil versus Simon. Right. Dun, a, dun, dun. 1,595. 1,595, yep. B, 1,001. Sound familiar, Phil? Yes. <laughs> C, what was that? Were you going to say something? No, uh, no just C, 
and D, 1,879. Right, well, I don't think it's got 10,001, because that was my joke answer. Yeah. So, so let's think about this. We can't do any science behind it, so it's going to be a complete blind guess, but we can pretend we know what we're talking about. I yes. do know what I'm talking about. You don't, you don't know what you're talking about, yeah. So, D, it's quite a... a say D or C. 1392. No, 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 Enterprise D or C. Oh. C. C. Enterprise C. You said C, so I found out C. We meant D, though, didn't we, Jeremy? No. Yes, we did. <laughs> We're doing e- C anyhow. Right, so C. <laughs> I don't care. So C, it, it gotten quite big by that point. Hmm. And crew numbers. Each, each crew's probably got a, um, Phil, a, a window. I'm useless with ships. <laughs> it's probably I'm going to say it's probably not as much as we think... But I think I think probably fifteen hundred and ninety-five. That's going to be my guess. So A. Yeah, because it's sort of in between. It. I don't think it's got a close to two thousand. I'm not telling you. I know you're not. We're, we're working out with ourselves. I think thirteen hundred is probably a bit too. I love low. the way this is actually yeah. jointly two together. Just kind of don't like this. Let's work together a bit. Yeah. Well, I've said between. I'd, I'd probably right, say. Well, one, one of us has got to get the question right. Yeah. So I'm going to choose fifteen hundred. You choose another one. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, because we because that way we've got a two in three, three chance, chance yeah. two in three chance. Yeah, but it at could least be one of us it's get points. Thirty-three percent, but you could quite easily get the wrong one. Say one in three, and there's only one two of you. One of us got to get it right. Okay, then I'm going to say. But the stupid thing is that one of you won't get the point, though. It's going to be whoever gets to... Yes, but we'll have the knowledge that we join forces against the yes. site. So I'm going to... Well, go- it's, I didn't I'm go say- and say how many windows has the Enterprise C got, but... Hey, I'm going to say... I'm going to say... C. Right. I'm going to go man, for C. Man. That's my answer. Well, what we're going to do, we're going to come up with some questions for the next one. Give some Bring silent. it on! That's what I've been Bring asking it on. Oh, Bring it on, boy! We start doing some inspirational... Backstreet dance like dancing with the back left. But how much do you hate me right now for something you uh, said? Well, I'm going to get that question right, and that's why uh, that, that's why I can. Get and it. even if I get it wrong, I'm going to be safe knowledge that Phil got it right, even if he does get it exactly. Just point. Joint forces. Yeah. <laughs> Should we go in a, uh, to Klingons then? <laughs> yes. We're done with the with the quiz. We'll come back to that <laughs> later. And we will we obviously reiterate the questions for the viewers and then the answers, but the real ones. Yeah, so, see, which, so, see if you've actually got it right or wrong. Probably we'll wrong. have to wait and see. And enlighten the audience and see and how, find out how many windows and press you can actually got. Probably and say, it's not that one, you idiot. Oh, that one. There's no answer on the internet. <laughs> so how did you work on it out then? You didn't sit there and count them all, did you? You sad, strange bugger. Did you, did you count them from your poster? Poster or poster? How did, you, did, how did you count each window? I'll show you off the podcast how I did it. What you what you, what you sort of? That's dedication, isn't it? That is dedication. <laughs> I'll, show, it, I'll show you how I did it. It won't be worthwhile when we get the questions right. Ah, so you could have maybe you, you could have miscalculated. Though. I don't think so. Did you double check it? Yeah, but to be fair, they're all look fifteen hundred, you know thirteen hundred, eighteen hundred. You're very far. No, but fifteen hundred, thirteen hundred, eighteen hundred. If he's in within those realms. Then we know he's right. Yeah. You know, I, I, you're always I've got, very fe- got a feeling it's the 1300 now. Anyway. Yeah. Well, change it if you want. No, no, I'm no, we'll, stick, we'll my stick, stick with my answer. I'm sticking with mine. Because that way we've got a, a 
Two in three chance. Well, you know, we know if you're not anything but Forrest. It's probably going to be 10,001 now. Probably is going to be that, yeah. <laughs> the biggest number. We just dismissed. Well, just, like, with that question, it's like, hmm, Phil said 10,001. Wouldn't it make us laugh if I put that down in those answers? <laughs> and it was right. <laughs> right, it is. So, Klingons. Well, we're going to start with this. So, old Klingons, new we'll Klingons, do, yeah, and we'll Klingons. Do, yeah, we'll do it. Well, in we order. have got to point out that we are going to make a bit of a change with it because we're going to. We, me and Jamie, have discussed that at length that in Enterprise, yeah, this is where it comes really. Just effectively, new Klingons. Yes, effectively. So really, so you're, what you're talking about is new Klingons that the new viewers would have seen with all the bling. We're actually calling them blingons. So the new, 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 new as in yeah, so new we're talking new next is gen, prime universe, talking, yeah, right. next gen and head ridges and whatnot, yeah, yeah. The, including the traditional ne- next gen DS nine, the the pre motion picture, yeah, so you're, you're, talk, you're talking about anything where Klingons weren't actually silly, stupid idiots that look like where humans they, with funny moustaches, because <laughs> if you go back, essentially yes, back in time there the are three reasons the Star Trek came out in ninety six six in the Jeremy. And there's three reasons why they changed halfway through. There's two canon answers, and there's a ob- obvious production one. Well, because of the expense of having to For do it. For the expense, that's yeah. why they came ridged in motion picture, because they managed to get some actual proper money. Mm-hmm. Because so, it, like, I heard Mission Logs in one episode, I think it was Erin and Mercy. You know the belts they wear? Yeah. And then like, the belt clip. Do you know what they were made from? What were they made from? Bubble wrap. The bubble wrap? Yeah. Painted bubble wrap. So you yeah, but, you, but looking at them, you wouldn't actually you wouldn't think tell, that. Yeah. yeah, but we're going back to it. Back in the sixties, when there wasn't a lot of money, they used all sorts of to wonder weird and wonderful techniques to make something look oh, yeah, props, it's, design, it's, anything yeah. else. Like and they still use those things today. I mean, I went, when I watched how the Hobbit was made, and you watch the, the behind the scenes, you can you get on the bonus disc. Mm. You actually, I oh, know it takes away the magic of it, but you can actually see the actual skills that went into it. Mm. All the uh, techniques they use now. So that's the production-wise reason why they changed. And then you've also got um, like trouble triples. Wolf saying we don't talk about it without sizes, which I thought was quite nicely dealt with. I've got to admit both ways of nice. What? Why do you think that is then? I mean, I know Wolf said they don't was... talk about it, but how do you how do you, how do you guys think they went from being non-ridge to ridge? Well, it's actually mentioned in it's. Covered in Enterprise. It is covered in Enterprise. Oh, but I quite, li- I quite like the way that, like, as time's gone on, because they were so unhappy with how it happened. Yeah. Well, the, in, in Enterprise, it sort of got covered up by DS9's time, yeah. didn't it? In, but I'll, I'll let you explain. Yeah, something. can you, can you, can you, you can cover it? Because I don't. I in, know this. In Enterprise, they are technically they are next gen Klingons. They got the ridges, but they explain it obviously changing it to the way it was in the original series because obviously Enterprise is prequel and the fact that the Klingons were experimenting with uh, what they call Klingon augments, so the eugenics wars like Khan oh, superhuman right. abilities. But there was uh, there was uh, unintended a plague, wasn't there? yeah it was like a virus an unintended side effect that was sweeping through the empire that got rid of the ridges and they they, they managed to they managed to sort of find the cure no, for it no it was a mutated that was form it. It was of a, flu it was a mutated one that gives the ridges no 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 mutated form of flu that none of the normal Klingons could um, adapt to so they died they, yeah so they had to. Uh, find a solution from a human DNA. Yeah, and strange enough, just ha- happens to be uh, Archer. Yeah, it happens to be Archer. <laughs> and the Klingon, uh, the human DNA was 
Um. Oh hell, what's the word? Um. D- mixed, mixed, um, no, no, um, oh. misconstrued. D- like dominant, no, Do- no, like dominant, it was dominant, dominant, dominant yeah. gene. And as DNA fricates, as it says in stuff, so many times, it, the Klingons formed hu- a human appearance. They lost their facial ridges. Yeah, and that's how that's, that's how, how, how that they happened. explain that's it. How they oh, so you were talking off because of course original series is, is after. Like, yeah. So I was thinking to myself original series. Was so before, they went. Sorry. So they went new Klingons, old Klingons, new Klingons, Blingons. Klingons. So that and because obviously when people watch an Enterprise, like how can they look like that when in the original series? They and look I'm like quite that. happy with both ways they explained yeah, it. I, they I'm, did. I'm quite so happy. So how are they then gone back lovely, again? Is it because it's, it's because lo- then the it, actual Klingon side of it is now pushing because through because the Klingon genes dominated again. It's that whole Jurassic Park: a life will find a way to go back it, to yeah. yeah yeah. It sort of renewed itself. It got it, it got it went out of the system, and the Klingon genes dominated. Yeah, because I think didn't, I think didn't actually Doctor Flock say in the episode he mm, said yeah it's about two or three generations yeah it will, it will come back your your the ridges will come back again so it's it's it's, it's nicely so done quite interesting so really it's a lovely bit of continuity Archer is the father of every Klingon DNA wise because he's got to be there's still got to be a little bit in it in, in there oh this is where you get into okay let's not go there no it's <laughs> where you continuity when you sit there going don't go there Phil no don't, please not, don't go there it's just it's, it's like time travelling away so it gives you a massive headache <laughs> but that it's is a, how it's that, a paradox if you yeah, go down right, that fine, route fine. but that is how how that plays to be I'll so, so in a nutshell Klingons always had ridges before in Enterprise then before the original series they got this virus which they had to then have DNA with Archer and then after three generations later when we get back to next gen era the ridges come back in a nutshell yes, yes. so Fine. so Enterprise okay. then new then that's when they start become original series Klingons original series animated series because that's Karen like I said earlier and then you get into the motion picture where they got money that's when they then it re-established re- mm. itself yeah. Right, fine. But I think, I think you know, we said it's uh, the Klingons are a wonderful creation. Also, you have to give credit to the screenwriter Gene Kuhn and the Klingons. We also got to point out that the whole reason that well, by the time he gets the next gen, I, I don't know off the top of my head, and I can't be bothered to look through what eight pages of notes yeah, we've got. Yeah, <laughs> um, but the whole reason they were like by the time he gets the next gen, you got to thank kind of Michael Westmore. For, like for doing all the makeup for all the shows because that's well to be fair if you look at amazing. Morph his ridges are perfect they, they changed I think well, no, they changed after season one only slightly but they are they are perfect all the way through the first series first season so for him to keep doing it the same the same the same the same the same was quite clever well actually it's interesting the actual Klingons were actually named after a Lieutenant Wilbur Klingon who um, Kling, Klingon I think that says who served with um, Roddenberry in the Los Angeles Police Department. Oh, right. So that's where the inspiration for that comes on. Obviously, he, well, this he, was, he was quite a violent man, was he? <laughs> no. But it, obviously, the word Klingon is obviously close to Klingon, hence where that inspiration comes from. Yeah. And we've also got to point out, they also had a, um, a metaphor for relations yeah. at the time of the production. So in the original series, they were 
the Russians, weren't they? I believe so, yeah. But it's interesting, actually, that wasn't actually Roddenberry's intent to draw those parallels, but it, 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 it just, just sort of came about, just sort of came about anyway. And then by the time you get to Star Trek Six, you have um, Praxis exploding, yeah, which is a metaphor for Chernobyl. To be fair, though, that always happens because it's like anything. You could do something very innocently, and someone thinks of it and construes but it. By the time else. you get yeah. to Enterprise, you've got Zindi plotline, which is a direct parallel to um, War and Terror. Yeah, well, it's War all, terror, about, it's yeah. all about it's yeah. all about inspiring yeah. the audience and having empathy with what's going on. So, because if you if the audience can't relate. But then it's not going to work. Yeah, I mean, it's said, it's, it's, it's intriguing the route that they've taken with the Klingons in terms of their character development. So obviously, in the original series and in Enterprise, if you want to go back there, they're seen as like mainly the villains. But then you get to the next gen era, next, and that's next they're, they're gen. By the time you get to Deton, we're nice and friendly, and by the time um, yeah. Berlin Wall falls down, mm. we are all friends nice and with friendly. Them. So they're part allies. of the Federation, and we're. Yeah, you can look at that with any conflict. You know, there's so many times. Oh yeah, but it's been art displaying um, life and life displaying art, all that mm. sort of thing, isn't it? And again, that goes around with Star Trek. That's what you. That's what happens with it. It's just it's wonderful how it nicely mirrors events for that yeah, history. Just, mm. You know. Again, Star Trek predicting the future. <laughs> oh, just found this in the notes. And it's like, Westmore designed his Klingon's beards to be Elizabethan, combining prehistoric and astrocharic elements to give audience a feeling of depth from the appearance. <laughs> I never really noticed that, to be honest, but fair enough. No, oh, and a bit of trivia here. Go on, um, do tell. In the motion picture, uh, James Doohan came up with the Klingon language. Oh, he did? Think. Uh, Did he actually like, p- produce the whole language dictionary cover to cover? I think it was just his idea, I think, wasn't it? I suppose they had to speak, we didn't they? said it. I'm, I can't remember if he said it or came up with it. I think he's actually hearing a note somewhere. He came, came, said it. Yeah, I, I, I would... I and I think by the time you get to... and Oh, God, I've got my facts mixed up so if you have it's, any emails about this send it to my way yeah, well it says here for guessing it for the motion picture James Doohan uh, devised the initial Klingon language dialogue code in the film so I was half right yeah then. so and I think in search of oh, that it was it was developed by then it had actually yeah. by, uh, oh someone called name? Mark Oakland who created the Vulcan it, yeah. dialogue developed an actual working Klingon language based that's on Doohan's original words that's been the foundation for Klingon so essentially he could language. say he is the founding father of Klingon language and if you want to learn more there is actually a book about it yes, yes. oh yes yes I have got a book here called How to Speak Klingon uh, which is a, a child's picture book where you can actually uh, press the buttons and it speaks at you so if you're at a restaurant um, and I want to say no thanks I'm allergic to gah I can say this word And uh, various other things. I mean, there's all sorts. It's uh, Klingons at the movies, uh, where two Romulans and and so you want to see two Romulans and Juliet <laughs> at a sporting event. It reminds um, me actually of when birthday me, party. It reminds me of when me and Sam were actually at Waterstones and we saw the back and we just started playing really, which I just pressing all the buttons. Well, I got it when I left um, somewhere I used to work. Yeah. A Star Trek fan got it for me. So I've got a, a, a copy of uh, I have I should get a one. copy for myself. This is a good one. Today is a good day to die. This is at a Klingon nightclub. Here we go. Rum. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good little book, really. It sounds like he's saying rum for some reason. Mm. <laughs> but. <laughs> 
anyway. Yeah, getting back to it. Yes, so obviously in the in the original series and obviously the animated series, the Klingons were purely seen as I said, big big threat. Um, they, they originally but the, originally the Romulans were meant to be used as the big threat, but because it was so time costly and in terms of the makeup and they had, didn't have enough money, the Klingons actually became the forefront. But to be fair, they weren't scary, were they? Really? I mean, the bar fight. In uh, in troubles of tribbles. Oh, that was fantastic! I mean, these these warrior races are supposed to be but stronger than, than you anything else. You, you didn't first see a Klingon ship. Was it season two? You didn't first, until you first saw the first Klingon ship. I can't. Well, I know. This is where it gets tricky because yeah. you're going into original televisions, which are different than the remastered ones. So it's a bit difficult for me to say, as I've seen okay. a, very, a very few of them. And if you, and if you talk about remastered, you do actually see a Klingon um, D seven cruiser in Trouble Tribbles. Yeah. Whereas in the original television, as I've shown you both, it you don't see one. You see, and this is the interesting thing about Klingons. I think, I think, you know, obviously part of part of the animosity that comes from it. And this is going back to Enterprise, is the fact that humans didn't understand Klingons. And it, it, it created a lot of animosity, particularly with Archer and when he ever encountered the Klingons, because they simply just didn't understand their culture in a way. Well, it's, it's like anything when you meet a new race, you don't, you don't understand no. them. It's only when you start having integration that it makes sense. I mean, there's a lot of people in, look, look at it from our point of, point of view, there's a lot of people in, in England that don't understand certain races like for example if you go to Dubai you can't kiss in public yeah. so but that to us is alien we wouldn't we just you just couldn't understand it no can you imagine getting arrested and thrown in prison for kissing yeah it would, it would, but it's the what? same if you look if yeah. you look at Klingons mm. of course it's something new you don't understand it's always going to mm. be a bit different mm. it's always going to be something to understand mm. the only thing I really want to say about old Klingons is just not scary at all <laughs> I don't I don't think they became a fan no, favourite uh, until until, until so next year I always have to bring up you guys it was a different time we were born in the uh, 90s I, I've no, got no, no problem no, with it I'm, I'm I've being, got no problem okay, with it well, I'm being scary I mean I'm, Scotty beat up three of them I know I'm being general, generalistic <laughs> here but I always have to bring this issue up with you we were born in the 90s totally different from the 60s they had totally different ways of ways of what? Doing things. Projection right. Well, I'm going to bring yes. something up then. Relics. Why is it Scotty didn't find Worf look looked look weird? Because if Scotty mm, had seen Klingons, Star Trek Six. Star Trek Six. Mm. Klingons were diff- were, were, were yeah. new Klingons. Were new Klingons then? Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I've not seen Star Trek Six. Yeah. Well, they had the bridges. Yeah. Not my fault. Just. Yeah. You should have, watch them. I have so been I telling you for years. I, I love the next gen films. But I can't bring myself to watch to, them. You've got to get over it all. Yeah, I know. I That's the thing. I, I'm but, quite fair yeah. with stuff, mm. and you've got to let it go. Yeah, it was made a different time. Yeah, whatever. It's mm. still decent to watch. It's yeah, but still I entertaining. Love, I love my fan favourite new Klingons. Well, that's the thing about they Klingons. They are new Klingons. Yeah. So you watch it. That's the thing about the Klingon. You know, the and Klingon. there's Michael Dorn in it as his grandfather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. There you go. You're, you're, um, Pint, eh? I might have to watch that. Which bit. is which is a place you can easily so get. Star Trek out. Six. Mm. Yeah. Right. Do I have to watch the others to watch Star Trek Six to make nope. what's going on? No, don't good. have to. So good. you can watch, just watch that if you like. But you know, it's amazing how you know how Klingons come into popular culture in terms of like, like you've got the entire work of Shakespeare 
even and parts of the Bible have been translated well, into Klingon language. Remember, <laughs> if you remember back to <laughs> our interview, <laughs> if you remember back to our interview with um, Red Shirt Diaries, so uh, Ashley uh, uh, Ashley mentioned that there's uh, Hamlet completely in Klingon. She that? did. She yeah, how, would, how would that be? I, I compare thee to a summer's day in Klingon. That's well, just I sound like I've a, never picked well, up the Klingon works of Shakespeare. It's going to sound like a fight the whole time. But there's one way to find out. Buy it. Buy it. Well, yeah. well, to be honest, there's a lot of there's a lot of death and misery in a lot of Shakespeare plays anyway. So I, I suppose it's right that Klingons are right at home, really. Yeah, it probably would be in some of his Shakespeare's plays. <laughs> And how far is this going to go? Are we going to, I mean, can you imagine Harry Potter being converted into, into Klingon? Oh, good God. What? Swish uh, <laughs> and flick. <laughs> we can do courses on Klingon, can't you? Yeah. yeah you is, is, this, is this like where you, you can do a, a degree in Star Trek, I've heard. Is this one of I these silly well. things where you can actually get like a degree in right. air guitar and now you can get a degree in Klingon? What really? What you'd use it for? Well, no. well, I there's, suppose there's, working on Star Trek films. But there's, well, there's no point in it because the, the experience isn't going anymore. Mm. That's mm. the only real re- case where you could use it on a daily basis. Well, no, unless you wanted to be like one of these people that dresses up for a living, so they dress up as a Klingon or dress up as a, a Darth Vader or something, goes then goes around the country going to, to events. What, like our friend Jason? Yeah, <laughs> he, our friend Jason who um, dresses up as a... Uh, the Grinch and uh, Captain Jack Hart. Yeah. Uh, Jack, Captain... Captain Jack from but you also dress up as Alien as well but so if you ever go to a convention in London and you see uh, four guys dressed up as Alien that's Jason is one of them he's the lighter of the lot <laughs> how, how would you notice him though after in the costume he's the lighter of the four oh. he's always the lighter Alien you can tell I've never seen it so no. it goes straight yeah. over my head <laughs> and even more so over mine but I think it's, <laughs> it's you know throughout in terms of all the Klingons I think what hasn't really changed uh, you know they've still tried to keep the essence of what well, the, yeah, the that, culture's that is, based on which is, yeah. which is which Japanese is Japanese culture isn't it mm. so the idea of, of honour which yeah. is obviously which is literally the underpinning no, of Klingon I think culture. that's one of the things that, that, that people relate to with Klingons because there's always times where you want to say what you want or jump out and be like a Klingon but for whatever reason you, you don't I mean there's, I mean, how many times have you left the horrible situation going I wish I'd said that I wish I'd done this but Klingons would have just gone bah! yeah they're very, very impulsive aren't they Klingons yeah. but that's because they uphold their honour at yeah. every stage yeah. but that does lead us slightly on to, to the new Klingons then doesn't it mm. I quite like them I like the new Klingons I just, uh, for me when I, when I was watching Star Trek before I became a Star Trek fan in quotes with you guys that's what I thought Klingons were, and I always thought they were quite an in- interesting race. Is that why you probably think of the old, old Klingons as probably as they're not very scary because you're used to the new ones? Yeah, because I saw the new ones first. I, when, when, when I watched Troubles with Tribbles, you had to tell me that they were Klingons, and when, when they said, oh, the Klingons are, 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 are going to stay on the space station, what I was like, where are they? I can't see them. What, you're like uh, Bashir? Mm. What, you've, you've, you've drunk enough, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> well I think actually Simon when I was because obviously I watched Next Gen first I think you forewarned me about the Klingons in the original series actually look human I think you said to me did I? I can't I believe remember so. okay, well, that does yeah, they're, they're almost humanoid but, look, mm. but that explains as to why mm. but what I can't understand then if, if they look humanoid why were we at war with them? because we saved their species um, it's mentioned quite fully in um, 150 years of the, the Federation. Federation. This is it. As what I was saying earlier, Phil, humans didn't understand Klingon culture. 
So and we lost quite a few ships at various different battles. Yeah. And you get the Klingon War, you get the Romulan War. At that point, we were having wars with everyone. We'd have yeah. war with ourselves. We, we, we were the new kid in the playground and started punching about. I think we got into those fights by accident. Yeah, it, yeah. it was, you know, the Vulcans during that time, it, it all goes back to the Enterprise pilot, you know, Arch is, is this going back to when the Vulcans actually were our friends and we were then having to protect? There and go with well, them. this is back when they, uh, they used to protect us. Phil. The Vulcans used to protect humans back in that. This is back in the mid twenty second century, and they have a Klingon on Earth, and the Archer wants to take them back to 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 Kronos. But Clang, yeah, Clang. But always called Clang. But that would be seen as dishonourable because he's been injured in battle, so he would die an honourable death. But by taking him back, that's dishonourable. Yeah, the only the thing is, they didn't sound that bothered when they got him back. He's like, welcome back. Yeah, but they, yeah, but in the in the hundred fifty years, but I actually killed him later for coming back or something. So who anyway. were, who was the big boy in the playground then? Was it Vulcans? What in what in the twenty second century? Yeah, who was the who was the biggest strongest yes. highest? Yeah, yeah Vulcans. So we so we sided with the biggest mate we with the biggest bully. Yeah, we were the one around the side going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> if, if it wasn't shadows. for the fact that he was in front of me, I'd but, really get you. But now. when you watched Enterprise, Archer took us out into the stars. That's why we got the Federation. But anyway, going back to going back to we the. We did call it yes, 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 oh, UFP for once, Jamie. I didn't call it UFP for once. United Federation <laughs> of Planets. Yeah, so, but anyway, going back to going back to obviously the new Klingons. <clears throat> as we were saying earlier, yes. a bit off track. Yes, darling. <laughs> I've always thought, you know, it's quite interesting the way they've obviously changed the scene because they obviously had more money. And the fact is, it's, it's strange though. It's like they look more scary in the, the newcomers look more scary, but they're not actually seen as villains. I'm, I'm probably going to contradict myself. I don't, I don't think they're scary per se. I just think they look what if someone says to you the word Klingon, everyone knows exactly what you mean, what they should look like. So if someone um, said the word Klingon to you. Um, no. They've got a certain way of looking, a certain way of being. So um, if, is there, let's say, for example, no, why not? No. Um, can I just bring up the fact that people have watched Star Trek from the start? So, Trekkers, which I like to be called, will know Klingons as old Klingons. Right, okay, let me, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. No, no, that right, distinction. Let, let me put it this way. Let's say, for example, we were at Destination Star Trek 4. Yeah, and yeah. somebody come up and he and the and he didn't have a lot of makeup on. Didn't really look like a Klingon, but he had a beard and he had a, a big moustache and he had big eyebrows. And then there was another load of Klingons with the backlist with all the hair. What would you say is Klingon? Both. What would you say is more Klingon? Neither. It's a Klingon. I'm with Simon on that. <laughs> but ninety percent of the people there will go all Klingon. No, no, the station Star Trek. You're in Star Trek fans that know what they're on about. No, so uh, they will know. Trekkers that that is a will know the difference well. between old Klingon and new Klingon. Trekkies. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. So I think some people will think that the people, the new Klingons have made more of an effort. You will find it'll be fifty-fifty. You'll no, find people bad. like me, and you'll have the old. Oh, it's like my godfather Mike. He grew up with original series. Mm. It's that's the thing. It's always it's always we you know. We weren't the first people. Yeah, to get into I, I know. I know. We forget that we were born in the nineties, and we we have our own little shows. But it's like it's like everyone has it's like everyone has their bond, you know. Yeah, but to that's me, what I'm Pierce saying. Brosnan Phil, is my bond. Phil, that's what I'm saying. We have a bond with, more with the new Klingons. They had a bond with the old Klingons, but you respect them. 
So you respect their bond with opening ones, but they respect our bond yeah. with new. So it's you're like, sort of like, saying like like I, I respect Roger I respect Moore. I respect Roger Moore because he was. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I prefer Brosnan, not you, but I, I don't I, mind Roger Moore as well. I respect. The same I respect the yeah. new fans for respect for okay, loving well, the Klingons. I, I can see that. I can see that. Ways. But I still think they look got, crap. But, but they've got the word <laughs> Klingon on it, so it's like get on with it. But again, it's you're learning this in time. You just sit going. Yes, the Klingon. Whatever. Right. right, well then one thing we can all agree on, the new Blingons. I don't mind them, I like them. Blingons are fine, I like the look of them, I think, mm. you know. No, they, they, they're restructured, they're really good, they're not as rigid, but almost they almost look like a, a proper alien race now, don't they? It suits the universe they're in, mm. it suits Abrams' verse, no problem. Where everything's all I, sleek, everything's all, all, do, all different. I just want to see a bit more of them. Yeah. That's that's all I want to know. When we discussed, didn't we, Jamie? We didn't. We, we said that they would have a role in the new films. Oh God, yeah. But they will. They're, well, they're don't not going to be. Forget. They're not going to be a big role, are they? In, in, in Into Darkness, they actually talk about there is actually a war going on with the Klingons at that moment. So that's, you never know. In the next film, they might be something about that. I got a bit of a chance yeah. to bring up what I thought in Red Shirt Diaries. What I thought, I, mm. I I put in my two cents into your discussion. Into what I'd like to see because I, I, I wasn't there, so I sort of. Well, it, it's interesting. I mean, looking at you know, what I was saying earlier about the progression of the Klingons, see, so they're villains and they they become obviously essentially heroes. In DS9, that's reversed a little bit, like yeah, because they are the enemy a little bit because they attack the DS9. Yeah, but then you've also got Klingon Worf defending DS9. So yeah, it's this Garon that's seen as the one who. Yeah, but he's a spin-off. He's not the actual Klingons. He's a no. spin-off of, of no. you know, not you know what I mean. But he's, he's a. But what what I like the fact that what they've done with the new Klingons, so going back to it with Wolf, is the fact that placing having a Klingon as a Federation officer, the first of many, is sort of this that sort of struggle between both cultures, so human mm. and. Again, empathy with your audience. Yeah, like and later on, like, obviously with certain other cats. Obviously, it did it with Spock, obviously as mm. well, and it was sure it's half human, half Vulcan. There's always been that sort of lesser of two evils fighting your, your inner and outer. Yeah, which is again quite core of Star Trek, really. Mm. But can you imagine having having but the te- technology um, and the, the makeup that we had? But it's making your enemy a friend, and yeah. that's what they're trying to say. So like, I think if there was a new Star Trek show now, I reckon. <clears throat> You would, you would again. Just garking back to oddly the original series, you would try and have a Russian on. You would have a modern day Russian guy on there because mm. all the problems that we're having with Russia at this point in 2014, you'd probably have a Russian on board to sort of say, "Yeah, we made it after all. After all the problems we had with." <laughs> all that thing back in that year. Yeah, you're just making it relatable. But uh, another interesting aspect of the Klingons as well, again, particularly seen through the new clip ones more so is the fact that they're you know they're pictured as a spiritual people and you know you know like believing in obviously in KS as well and, and in terms of believing that you know, they live there is an afterlife and you'll find honour in the afterlife mm-hmm. and there's sort of certain rituals they've got like was it the uh, the, the ritual suicide that they do as well oh Wolf doing it every yeah. single series he gets opportunity. <laughs> you'll you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll get you set. Wolf him. trying to kill himself at least on three. I think it's two three you, separate you said occasions. Going, oh, we're doing it again. Doing what is he trying to do? Gain honour? Kill himself. Yeah, yeah. Like For it, one reason or another. Not actually kill himself, but put himself if, in that if, percent. If, if, if quite close to it. If Klingons are in a in a certain state of, you know, they're injured. Those they're injured themselves and. They essentially become what they would term as useless, 
and people will know the episode I'm referring to with Warfare Ethics in Next Gen. I won't say what it's about because I don't want to spoil it for you, Phil. Yeah. Um, but it comes from Walsh in a situation where he doesn't see any way out and he, he feels he's become useless as, as a, as well, a Klingon. We can, well, we can say he gets um, fatally wounded. Yeah, I fatally wounded. But, but, if he, but if he was not brought up by a Klingon, why does he have these... Because... <laughs> If you're something and you're, well, you it's look a bit into like, it, you look it up, don't you? It's, yeah. If that's who you are in terms of your, uh, but you're part of that other world, there's well, always going to be that internal struggle. Like, Phil, I'll put it this way: it's like expats in France or Spain or wherever you, wherever they are. Mm. They always want British things. Yeah. It's the same with that. Mm. Like here in like, episodes, it's like his Russian family, step set family comes over, and it's kind of. Oh, he wanted everything Klingon. He wanted to experience it because he mm. wasn't on Kronos. Yeah. So he wanted enough. to live it as though he was back on Kronos. Yeah. It's the same for us, say expats, where it's kind of must have Cadbury's chocolate, can't have this European. Yeah, I mean, you know, particularly as he's using the start of next gen, Wolf is very much he's not he doesn't hadn't seen a Klingon in ages, and that's why his cultures he tries to you know have some sort of connection to his own own yeah. people. Yeah. But you know, death as well is depicted as a time for celebration, not grief in the Klingon watcher. He's not mm. seen as something bad. See if you got if it's an honourable death in particular as well. So Which is actually quite a nice way of looking at it. I mean yeah. whenever there's a bereavement or anything in our culture it's almost like oh don't talk well, about it or Well it's not so out. much even that. It's and the I fact that, that, that but that makes it worse. I think in our culture the fact that it is such a bad thing makes it worse. If we, if we actually all thought that we, that anybody or one of our loved ones died and they went on to a better world, mm. better place, and we're all happy with that idea, then we wouldn't see it as such a bad thing. Well, the other, the other thing to consider is we don't humans, we don't think about our own mortality. We never hardly ever think about it if, at all. Because it's a frightening thought. I can say I never yeah, think we, about, we about it. we don't like about it. We no. don't like it. You know, we all know one day that we're going to die. Everyone does. But we don't like to think about it. I know I certainly don't. Oh, I love it. This has brought me up, thought me, thought of a line. It's like, um, yeah, where's Clint? Like next gem, where it's kind of, I think it's Picard and Riker talking. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, something like says Picard, um, oh, you might die, but I plan to live forever. <laughs> no, I, can't yeah. I can't remember that's from but it's just yeah, I, I do know what the, what the line you mean. Yeah, just, yeah, I plan to live forever. It's mm. like just, that'd be nice. It's just so courage, just kind of. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I mean, that also links us into that episode with, um, in... Heart of Glory? No, it's, no. it's the one where they find that capture where the, the people frozen, you get that annoying accountant who wants his money, you get that woman who's, who, who's, who sees her great, 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 great grandchild. Data and Geordie go onto a, onto a pod and they find, it's one of the... Oh, what? Neutral Zone? Yeah. Oh, the Neutral yeah. Zone, yeah. I was, I was looking, I think, what on earth are you talking about? Yeah, but they, that, they, that, that brings us back to immortality. They were people who were scared to die, so they yeah. froze themselves. No, they were actually dead. They were actually dead, but yeah. they knew they could possibly be back to life in the future. But I see what you mean in a roundabout way. Yeah, yeah. yeah so should we discuss the biology of them? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know a lot the... about the biology of Klingons. No, I, I was thinking. I don't really know a lot. Yeah, I, I bet the answers are right there. No, they? they're not. Oh, okay. But I, I know that this. Uh, I mean, what's the scale? Because I mean, Vulcans are ten times stronger than humans. Um, five times. I found out they're three. Oh, it's three I times. Out, three times stronger. So, so, so how does it work with Klingons then? I think they're double. So they're twice as strong. I think, yeah. Mm. Um, so Vulcans are stronger than Klingons. Yeah. I bet they don't like that. Christ. 
Because that goes Vulcan's got two hearts. Um, that uh, 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 oh. anatomy. anatomy. Thank you. It's anatomy. redundant. It's super. Nu- nu- oh. Supernumerary. Numerary, thank you. Every organ has a backup, including right. extra pairs of lungs, cli- uh, kidneys, an extra heart, and even secondary brainstem. Oh, right. As well as the extensive and hardy skeletal structure. Ah, that got us So basically, they, they are a warrior race because they've got a secondary bit and of everything. Because you've now answered it, I can now go into a bit more detail into the biology of it. So you might see online, if you have a quick look online, I don't, don't think we should now, but. I say once once you finish this, we might look it up later. And I've recommended Alison's do as well. That um, I think uh, Michael Westmore or something. No, it wouldn't be Michael Westmore, but one of the production team. That Dan Curry, Dan Curry, that was it. Who actually comes up with all the backlift moves by the way, all the kind of fighting right, bits. Yeah. He made a print, or made a print, or painted a painting, something like that. I'm not making much sense at this point. Hey, no mind, I'll get there. We're listening. Do There's carry on. A, um, Painting where it's kind of coming on from the outside and then coming on from the inside. Right, so like you get like you get when you're at school in the biology photos, yeah. you can see the muscles nipping on the inside of a human, right? And like an X-ray. So you can have a look through it, and you know where they've got the kind of pointy bit on their shoe. Yeah. That's because that's a, a kind of a bit of a, a tusk or something, a claw or, or something. Claw, yeah, yeah, it's a claw. And with the ribs, you know, it sounds a bit odd. We kind of go, we've got I think sixteen. Like I was saying earlier. And the question came high, how many do they actually have? <laughs> I probably was completely off. Well, I did say eight, eight on each side. And the way it's laid out is it's like a honeycomb structure. Oh, so that they, they're actually a little bit so more... So you can fit a hell of a lot in there for the amount of space that we've got. Well, so I'm going to fit is definitely more than 20 now that you've said that. I think hmm. it is. But I'm not going to... I'm going to say I could tell you the score. <laughs> no, I could tell you no. in the air, but, but you can tell there's a hell of a lot you can fit mm. in that space. Mm. And it's like, and it's like we've got what four, four sectioned heart, I believe. Yeah, four chambered heart. Yeah. And, and again, I'm going to spoil this already. But hey, half the people out there are already going. Yeah, it's that Jamie. They have got an eight, eight sectioned heart. So again, oh. more, a, a, extra blood flow. I was but they're going to need it because they've got those backup organs. Surely the backup organs and are Jamie, running at the same time. Jamie mentioned earlier about ethics, and yeah, that again. is how. And again, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but that is how Wolf survived because you, you watch that episode and it, whenever that sort of thing happens, he you sit going, yeah, he's going to live. Back up, whatever. Mm. That's how he survived. If they'd been a human, they would have been dead. Yeah. <laughs> but a human, yeah. you know, it's they are warriors through and through. That's how they, their biology was set up. Um, can you imagine evolving? They're like also that? they're yeah. also passionate opera lovers as well. Just want to mention quickly. Uh, heightened sense of smell. Ah. Uh, Heightened specs oh, since smell. Sorry, there. Um, they smell like lilac as well, because that was mentioned in. Um, they smell like lilac. Apparently, lilac, I yeah. didn't know that. You do know that, do I? Trials and tribulations. What, uh, what, like, like oh yeah, of course. Have yeah. Body odor, they smell like lilac. Yeah. That's oh, a bit weird. Although it was actually, oh, actually, I could ruin that one as well for you, because that was actually Klingon that said that, because that was actually Yarn Darvin. Mm. Fair enough. You, well. you don't recognise the name, Phil. Yeah, I've got that wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, well, I said uh, that specifically. Should, should, we, should we 
are we, are we anything else to I mention? I think we're getting there. I think I'd look, quite like to cover I was just gonna ships because you know, that's sort of my thing. I, we'll yeah. do a ships episode at some point and we'll cover it in more detail. But I think while we're at it, I think we're just trying to. This do as is much definitely as your can. area. But it's like as time went on, they got more and more advanced, and but all their ships look a bit like. They're just. They, they, I mean, you look at a starship. Our starships. I mean, you can see them on my, my board here. They're all nice. They're sleek. They look like a, a ship. Whereas Klingons well, look like they're just being well, they're together. All, they're all refined, uh, Starfleet ones. But I say, like I was saying before, they're they're born warriors. They're not mechanics. They're not engineers. They're all, they're all seen as battleships. That's why. That's why they were designed the way they were. They're, 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 they're functional. Yeah. and they are. Military style, weapons, so. aren't they? Yeah. That's by the time you get to next gen, you start to see influences from Federation. Mm. So they look quite similar. They they have elements of the Federation in it. So you do get rid of. It's more refined than. Yeah, well, on, on, on the ship, on the ship, it almost like I remember watching the. Is it um, Heart of Glory? Not Heart of Glory. It's Matter the, of Honor. Matter of Honor. The ship is all constantly in battle mode. I mean, as you walk around the ship, it's dark. No, it's, it's always red. dark. It's always dark. It's always dark. It's always dark. It's always always been dark. It it just gets dark. Is that because they prefer the light? No, it's just... Are they sensitive to light? It's just how they are. It's it's not really... Is it it, 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 how they keep themselves in that warrior mindset? That's how they've just... That's how Kronos is as well. Dark and dingy. Mm -hmm. That's how it is. That's how they've just... (laughs) That's how they're happy. Yeah, and it's um, armed with various particle weaponry, antimatter warheads, so... Uh, photon torpedoes and disruptors as you can imagine and cloaking tracking technology and I say I, I so caught that's you the out other thing as well cloaking technology I don't understand why Klingons do that surely that's not honourable or, 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 or are they seeing it as it's just part of the fight because um, oh. is, is it honourable to sneak is well, to sneak and attack well Klingons have been known to be quite it's cloak and dagger yeah, and the second word is dagger, and they use quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's say it's yeah, it's part of just who they are. But you you could look, interpret it that way, definitely. Mm-hmm. Certainly, you know. So, but it's but what did you make of the Klingon vessels overall, though? The, the first lot, I, I didn't really think they were that well. Every Klingon vessel I've seen the, so far in a lot of next gen stuff have all been destroyed, but <laughs> so they don't look that good. <laughs> but I, I've never I, really seen them as oh wow, it's a really I like them because it said it complements the Klingon culture as a whole in terms it of. It suits them, doesn't yeah, it? It's oh, yeah, it's all the big warships, dark and dingy, envi- a sort of our environment inside the ship, and and the fact that the, you'll see their beds they're, they're stone hard. They don't. They not. There's not. There's no. It's not comfort on a, no. on a Klingon ship. Oh God! They don't, don't need it. But if you look at a Vulcan that. ship, if you look at a Vulcan ship, they're all designed quite cleverly, and they look like they're quite difficult, but they're functional. Mm. If you look at a, a, um, a starship, a Federation starship, they're all sleek, nice design. They go mm. with what they are. There's mm. all that comfort involved in everything else. Mm. But you wouldn't want to stay in a Klingon hotel. No. Let's put it that way. I'd rather no. much stay on a because when do, do Klingons do hotels? Surely they just let no, you sleep rough. I think rough. they do. They probably but, do, but they won't be particularly. They don't have anything for comfort on a bed. No, no. it's literally a slab. like the bed, like the bed um, frame. Yeah, well, it's yeah. literally just a slab. That's what it is. Slab. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I wouldn't want to sleep on one. Yeah, literally like you're sleeping out on probably on, on, on outside or something. You wouldn't want to. No, no, definitely, so, definitely not. So, is there anything else or? 
Phil, what about their, what about, we mentioned their homeworld ever so slightly. Do they ever have sun, or is it just all red and dark and dingy? They obviously have their sun. Yeah, they're in the class M world, mm. but yeah, they do. And like I said earlier, they had. Um, I mean, they also had pigs for dogs, didn't they? Or something tarks. Like tarks. 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 Not pigs. Pigs. <laughs> they look like pigs. You know. Beastly sort of way, mate. But actually, they were pets. They Is were that pets, they're more so like their equivalent to a dog or a cat? Or a I think they call. Um, I think more so. Yeah, dogs. Because I think if you listen to kind of Spock, he said that um, Sailor Cub was a kitty cat. Yeah. Mm. And oh, oh, actually, um, when no one has gone before, I think he does actually call it a kitty cat, or Tashi calls it kitty cat. I mean, is there anything other things like that? I mean, do they have mountain ranges and stuff like that? Do they have? Um, yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Do they have a specific sort of water element? What's their What's their Well, their actually, main... I'm on the right page. Obviously, for they it. have H2O. Cronus, Cronus is depicted as green when viewed from space. It includes one lone, includes a lone huge landmass with vast ocean, a severely tilted axis that causes wild seasonal changes, seven atmosphere. And Extremes of both warm and frigid weather. Uh, the so it's like it's like Earth was when it was just utopia. Was it utopia? Where yeah. It had one continent. Disruption of the, moon, the planet's moon. Praxis was the plot point in the film. So I found Discover Country. The far after effects drives the plot of the film and later rents in television series Star Trek Next Gen onwards. Um, in into darkness, one province of Kronos is depicted as unpopulated and abandoned post industrial yeah, sprawl yeah. and and Praxis is about one fourth of the diameter of the planet is seen ruptured about about in yeah, yeah, the in, in the darkness film it looked horrible, it looked all sort of just crap. Yeah, the, yeah, they look it's it's just a similar as I said, they're trying to keep it in a similar sort of way to how it was, yeah. So I'm trying to think of what they called it because it it got a province name and it's referred to quite a few times. In yeah, but they said it was an uninhabited province, wasn't it? It's got it was named. It was name dropped. Mm. I can't for the life of me remember it because it's about well, the only one that they they mm. call that we know of. Because you, you talk about Bajor, you know every bit of Bajor. Mm. I didn't. Bands every. I'm going to ask ask these questions. <laughs> like every. I've always, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it to you earlier when we were looking at DS9. I said, what 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 planet orbits near DS9? Phil? Yes, whatever. <laughs> Cardassia. Yeah. That'd be interesting. That'd be an interesting turn of events. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, going back. But I can't think of the name of it. To, to that's, that's all right. Well, this is anything else, or shall we move on to your section, Phil? Strange New Worlds. Well, yeah, we can move on to Strange New Worlds. Hmm? I, I think we've pretty much covered the Klingons, haven't we? Anything else? So we can do that, or are we going to do a quiz, yeah, or are we going to do. Well, I can do Strange New Worlds. I mean, my question's a little bit more. I mean, I'm, as everyone knows, I'm following my way through uh, Next Gen Season 2. At the moment, um, yeah, you are. I've just watched Measure of a Man, which has got me thinking about the. Uh, rather than my bit be a question this week, I wanted mine to be a bit more of a debate. Go on. How do you think the next step for Android should be? For example, obviously Data has proven in a court within the Federation that he is a hu- he not a human being, but he is his own density. That he should be able to make. He's not a possession. He is it on his own. Can I take it in a funny way? Go on. No, I go very serious for the next of it. I think he should get a gay pride parade. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but no, but he doesn't need it. If he's already been proven in a court of law that he 
is his own person yeah. and he has his own thoughts and feelings and everything else what is the next step for Android culture because Androids were developed to act as servants he's the only one he's no, but no, but there's there's got to be there's others, well, isn't there? There's other androids. Well, not as well. It's 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 the case of for me. I would say, you know, if if data himself would in the future create, it does. He, he, he does. He does create another android. Right? But if in the future the culture was to develop, they would develop in their own way. We shouldn't interfere with that. But we. It created might be quite like binars. By binards. The the binars. Mm. Might be quite interesting. Like that, well, they, they, they convert it to the organic. Because I, I don't know. It's I, I just thought I just thought that very... whole that whole point of it, it, it takes you back to the slave industry you know, where we are. Do, do they have the right to have their own thoughts? They have the right to have what they want. You know, what's the next Ooh. step? It's quite a nice. No, well, yeah, that's a good I, question. I just think it would integrate itself into human society. Yeah, a federation. Yeah, like a lot of other species. Essentially, let's say, for example, in in the future, you could let's say you had neighbours move in, and and androids moved in next door to you, and then they had android children, android mum and dad. You know what I'm talking about? They they could be that essentially to it. I'm sort of basing it on the fact that because yes, Jamie might mention at one point during this, this discussion that. It's more covered in um, Voyager, the Doctor. Yeah, so in not just depth, but not it's a similar Android sort of rights, but holographic rights. Because that yeah, led on to thing. holographic rights. Because mm. essentially, but, it can just be turned off, can't they? But they mm. ended up being um, a few became doctors, but the majority of them became dilithium miners. Yeah, they did. That's right. Yeah, but again, they didn't have their own culture. They were just kind of well, we used them. Use yeah, it's almost like because they become sort of obsolete, and it's a case of what would that happen? Sort of, you know, it's data like that himself. Because humans you know? are very, we we keep doing that. We we we're very lazy as a race, aren't we? And we produce things that help us. But every time we produce something, surely they should be given rights. Yeah, and, um, it, and, and, it's, and it's probably and probably right at the start, it seemed like a silly idea. Yeah, but and it, and it's the case of the fact that whatever we create can turn against us. Again, a good example. It's it's it's, it's numerous. Skynet. <coughs> yes. Terminator four, <coughs> five, four. Four Genesis. Well, actually, just come out. Well, the trailer has just Terminator five technically. It's not oh. Yeah, okay. it is five because there was a fourth but one. But it, it, it went it, back and forth. It's prevalent for a lot of stuff, including obviously uh, Battlestar Galactica as well. So you know, what's up on the science fiction program last night, which went on, which was quite late due to bloody snooker. <laughs> well, I'll give you an example. Yeah, at the moment, this is a really strange example. But let, let's say, for example, well, rab- rabbits. Surprised yeah, rabbits. Yeah, right. rabbits are we control them. They're a race. No one and dance rabbit. No, no, dance no, no, but rabbit. they haven't got their own rights. Anyone can go and buy a rabbit, stick it in a hutch. Okay, I know the RSP. I know the RSPCA can can uh, if if the rabbit's in trouble, <laughs> whatever. It's not like a hotline. But let's say, for example, <laughs> in three hundred years' time, rabbits have advanced to have their own society, their own. Talk. I know this is very far fetched, but it's Phil, that can what I actually about. make it? Can I actually do a way where this can make sense? Yeah, dinosaurs. The Voth. Yeah. Use that example. Yeah, use that example. There you go. So, so, so a race you're that, but, but at the moment, we, we, not letting them have their own identity, have their own friend. Again, it's a, it's a good 
thing to talk about because it is, it is a question about I mean it was something that when I watched the episode I was very much with data very very much with data but then when, when the argument that Riker put across to produce more datas it was quite a strong argument I reckon if you created more datas or data I think if you built more of them <laughs> they would intru- in- integrate themselves into uh, United Federation planets but it, but and, it's interesting um, just quickly on that point because data wants to become a human he doesn't want to become dataroid or a, a, data, android, a race of data android. he doesn't want to be an android he wants to be a human so essentially you're making something that wants to be human so you're making human but it's not that's mm. the big question he doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to be. I'm an android, and I want android schooling and android rights. He wants to be, yeah, human. So he wants to have human rights. So yeah, but that's why he didn't get himself into it. Yeah, yeah. So does it answer your question in a roundabout way? Yeah, it, well, it wasn't really a question. It was more well, of a debate. Yeah, I mean, but but I, I was. I just found that such for, an interesting thing for less advanced androids. Well, not android, but robots or whatever you want to call them. By the time you get to season five or six, yeah. quality of life, yeah. there's something called an exobot come up, come up, uh, comes up, and exocomp, yeah, exocoms, <laughs> coms, coms, and they are robots that are kind of, um, pardon me, are like tools, yeah, and they they repair the station, and Data realises after a while that they're actually sentient. They're not as advanced as data, but they're they're clever. They're more advanced than the toaster. By the end of the episode, data realizes that instead they don't really get the same amount of rights as he does, but they get a choice whether they want to help or not. So it's the sort of same sort of thing, but But then you also need to look at it as like for example, at the moment, robots that um there's yeah, different uh, levels robot, of yeah, development but, uh, in robots. Uh, but yeah. robots at the moment that diffuse bombs, is there? Do they have the right not to be destroyed? No, because they are simply a tool. They don't have any thought behind it. You've mm. got some guy sitting there telling it what to do. Yeah. So what? What? So it, it then becomes that point. When does a robot have its own thoughts and feelings? Because we're just going back to the episode. It has a. It has its own thoughts. It has its own yeah, feelings. Yeah, because once Data realizes that they display intelligence, that's when he. It's like the first sign of what I like. What constitutes an actual life form, mm. which is the basis. What of obviously a measure of a man as well with data. Yeah. And there's you know. no robots in the current day that can do that. Mm. So there's none that would be even come close to fulfilling the criteria of mm. sentience. But yeah, that's where I was going with it. Yeah. No, I just, I just thought it was an interesting subject, and rather than ask you a question about things that I don't know about, I just thought to, to get, get, get your thoughts, it. get your thoughts but about it. But I think you'll find it interesting when you get to that point. You, I think you'll re- rediscover it, and you may ask more questions around yeah, that. You definitely will. Hmm. Does that Definitely. cover everything then? Yeah. Yeah. So we see how many questions I got wrong then. <laughs> so many questions I got wrong yeah, as well. I don't think I've got any of them. Well, I know I got the third question wrong. I probably got a few, but <laughs> I got probably got half a chance with sword, and that's it. I think I think question five is completely wrong. Half a chance with sword and true or false. They're the only questions <laughs> I'm going to possibly get right. Let's have a let's have a game, shall we? Right, you read the questions again, just for the yeah, viewers. Yeah, I was going to. Just getting ready. Okay. Back back with you, Phil. So Core once enlisted Zidax and Wolf in a quest to find what kill an icon, you went for Sword. Sword of Kalis, and you would be right. Oh. You was correct. One point. <laughs> that Sorry, was a complete guess. Get mine right. Okay. Who killed Garron? This is where we take two seconds with it. Said Wolf. And, and you'll be right. Thank you. Um 
Leader of the Crown High Council is known by what title? I put High Lord Big Ass. <laughs> <laughs> and you would strange enough be wrong with that. Oh really? Because the answer is Chancellor. What? Chancellor. Stupid. No, it's not. It's right. That's right. I would Yeah. Right, Jeremy. Wolf and his friends must endure five trials before his wedding. Four of them were blood, pain, sacrifice, and death. What's the last one? I said it was honour, but it's probably completely wrong. Anguish. Is it? Yep. Yeah, okay, fair enough then. Um, <laughs> who turned out to be a clown on Spain Trouble Trembles? I put Nasbarra, but that's wrong. Nasbarra, Barris. Yeah. <laughs> and the answer is Arn Darwin, as I yeah. said earlier, just to annoy you both. I didn't change my answer because I was a good boy. Well, I'm just trying. Uh, which dish is traditionally served on Day of Honour? <laughs> is it. Oh! Is it Roe Keg Blood Pie? Mm-hmm. Oh, well done. Yeah, it just came to that it. point. Uh, <laughs> got the one right. He's actually beating me now, 2-1. Do Klingons have Tidaks? I said false. And you would be right. Yes! That's, that's it now, I'm not going to get the last one right, so I've got two points out of five. <laughs> Klingons I come away with my, my towel between my legs. <laughs> Klingons possess how many livers? Four livers, twenty ribs, seven hearts. That's completely right, nothing slower, wrong. Slower. Right. Sorry, four livers. Four livers. Nope. Twenty ribs. Nope. Seven chamber hearts. Okay, right. This is how it sounds. Clemens possessed two livers, an eight chambered heart, and twenty-three ribs. I was never going to get that. I think that was a bit too. I mean, what if he got two of them right? Yeah, the chance of that happening were minute. But hey, never mind. That's why. I put that down mm. Just not being very fair is he Jamie no nope if you remember there's <laughs> well, we'll definitely come up together with some questions for Simon yes what's that I keep asking you what was the military service of King on Empire called because we didn't actually touch on it in the topic Empire King on Defence Force you, come on, you know that that sounds pathetic you know no, that. I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, I should have got Phil's questions. I would have got them all. That sounds like the Blackadder, the, William, William, the Women's Auxiliary Balloon Corps. That's what no. it sounds like. <laughs> right, and then the mystery joint question. How many windows does an Enterprise um, Hang on, have? I've got another question. Oh, hello. Oh, yep, yep, okay, yep, okay, yep, yep. Sorry, my mistake. The, the poet thing. Um, a great Klingon poet is referred to as a something master. You went for... Dehar for some bizarre reason. Now, Dehar would be right if I was asking about military. Yeah, I know. And the answer, because I've got those, I wouldn't have got it, which is why I asked you. <laughs> so how am I going <laughs> to What is it, then? Bassai. Never even heard of that word. Same here. Okay, thanks for that question. <laughs> so, how many did you actually get right, Jamie? I got two as well. well so did I. But the final one. Mm, yeah, this yeah. is where it might make the difference. So, as I got it wrong, uh, how many windows does the Enterprise C have? You said 50. I did 1595. I said 1392. Yeah, one of you is right. <gasps> Good. Good. That means one of us gets an extra point. Who our, do you think? I think Jamie. I think Jamie deserves I'm going to say probably Phil. It's probably right. Jamie's right. Yay. That was a complete guess, though. Well, at least one of us got it right. We upheld, so, upheld the Jamie and Simon honour. Yeah. So we've got three out. I've got three out of six then. So I've gained an extra point then. I've so got two. I'm one behind. <laughs> I'm one behind you now. So I've gained a bit of footing, but you're still ahead by one point. Yep. So, so I've got three out of six. Two out of six. Yeah. I got an F. I should have got more. But to be fair, 
Uh, yeah, no. I'm glad we stuck horrendous. together with that question, don't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. Teamwork, see? Can I have half of your point? That's what I mean, that's no. Thanks, Deborah. Mm. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, the quiz master refuses. I did warn you from the start. It, that's enough. what I was trying to say to you. If, one, if you go for the same one, you will both get a point. Yeah, but we would have both gone for the 15.95, wouldn't we? That's the answer we jointly came up with. Only that I told you probably best that we get <laughs> go, a point. Go for another one, yeah. That's true. So yeah. technically, you do owe me that point, Jamie. But and I'll remember this right at the end when we're one point away. <laughs> <laughs> but I say, right. we, m- we might have to put stuff off up on the website to prove that I have actually come up with that figure. Cause yeah, how did you? Can you explain that? Because I think everyone wants to know. Yeah, I certainly I do. Can, I'm sitting you imagining you in you, that poster room going one, two, three, four, well, and then your mum you calls remember, you and you're like, oh no! <laughs> if you remember, if you, in notes. my room... It is of the Enterprise D and E, so that would be absolutely no help at all. Right. But right, it's on my USB stick, which is hopefully still in, if I remember. Yeah. There is God, this is no help to people at home. Hey, never mind. Never mind, yeah. <laughs> but you want Simon's USB stick with a load of and files. We'll, pr- we'll explain how the hell I did it. Yes. But if I could work out how he's got a 3D model of it or something, mm, you're close, but you're not far off it because I've because yes, um, I was worrying that you guys would see this, so I've been quite clever. Oh, oh, oh right. this is what you've done, right? Simon's got a, um, a, a picture of the reverse, uh, so it's the you looking up above the whole of the, the, uh, the sea. Like to the side, to the side of the sea, almost like a bird's eye view, mm. like you would have a top, a side, and then we've got a bottom side view as well. And, and what you've done is that you split it into sections. Yeah, so and obviously it, every and section is the same. So yeah. you've realised that one of the sections got seventy-two, that one's got eighty-two, that one's got sixty-four, and you've added it all up. And what you'll well, notice with every Federation ship, it's a mirror image. Yeah. So I've counted half of it yeah. and then doubled it. But then so you can do that for the fair. side as well. Mm, that's what I've done. Mm. So fair it enough. is all fair. And I say, if you that's don't very impressive. It, I have... You're going to have to upload that so that people can see it. I, I say, I, I, went, I emailed... Oh, thank you. I emailed um, Extra Astra Science, whatever it's called, I can't remember. Extra, yeah, I know you mean. Because I thought he might know. Yeah. And I got the answer back, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so it's been like, oh, fine, okay, fine, I'll, I'll look it up myself then. And that's well, you can give you, now you need to reply to him, give him I the answer. I did that straight away once I did it. There you go. But there you go. How many photos on the Starbase? <laughs> how, many, how, how many windows on the S9? Yeah, but he'll probably ask us that for another question. So. Yeah. <laughs> right, we'll come up with something, will we, Jamie? Yeah, we, we will. In we the honour of the Klingons, ready? I would like a coffee. That's what that means. Are we doing news? Uh, yes, yeah. I think that's what we're moving on to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what do you want to do first? Because again, you haven't heard the podcast no, uh, news. No, we, we'll, we'll do. We we'll do. We we'll do, do the do, one do you the said. Yeah, do the one no. you did. No, the the one you've got in your hand at the moment. What, that one? Yes, yes, that's what I thought you. Okay. Were then right, we'll, we'll do your do, surprise we'll one. We'll do the main news. This is the the kind of unfortunate, but may not be as bad as it seems. And no. it's about Robert. Robert do you Roberto. want to start it off? Because we all know it. Even Go on. You s- I, always, well, I, always, I always pronounce his surname incorrectly. Robert Orsi. Robert Orsi, so if you Robert Orsi is no longer going to be directing. He's not directing. No longer uh, directing Star Trek. Star Trek He's going to be a producer, Juicy, yeah. but that's it. So not only is Abraham's not there, one of his 
co-writers is not going to be there either. There this are a few names being dropped, though, at this point. Yeah, who's um, replacing it? I mean, surely there must be some way there's into the production by now. There's sure, oh, wait, 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 wait. Ed, Edgar Wright's hey, one of them. Surely they should, if it's coming out in 2016, surely they should be some way um, into it anyway. Well, or is he going to set it back? Well, Edgar Wright is one of the directors, possible directors. I know I've, I saw it in the article. Yeah, Trekcore, because he's one of my main new sources of news. Trekcore has learned rumours for the first some for some time that the Star Trek Three pre pre production machine has have has, has been having some issues. With reports that the film's art department was put on hiatus in, in late October. A shutdown confirmed by Badass Digest. Devin Faraki. Faraki today, thank you. Yeah. And it, so, and from him, it says, and it's a tweet, and you can go to the website and see it yourself. I'm hearing the subject three scripts is dumped, which I'm assuming means McCray and Payne are out as well. Best of luck to those guys, if so. Mm. So, so worry. do you think this is the destruction of Star Trek Three? Do you think it's not going to happen? No, but actually, there, there's a possibility. There's a big fan petition out there to try and get John Frakes to to write to it. Direct it. Really, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Because wow. if you think about it, if if it's not happening, the other, the actors are going to get other jobs, aren't they? And they're not going to hold out. Not forever. And if, no. the, if the actors get other jobs, then it ain't going to happen. But the well, other, I've got a feeling it's going to happen. I think he will, but obviously there's been no, there's been no, I've not seen anything to say to why he's dropped out as director. Could be falling out. It could be anything. I mean, there's is it, nothing. There's nothing said, really. There's no, it's literally that's all we know. So all we know is he's just literally not. We doing just it know anymore. he's left it, but we don't. So is there anyone left like that JJ Abrahams was working with? Was there two? There was two other writers. Wasn't there? Well, if you're let's say in that was, quote, yeah. it says McCray and Payne are out as well, oh. which is worrying. So that's, that's only rumor. So well, there, are, there are no, there are no writers of the first two um, writing the third. But, well, they were co-writers, weren't they? Yeah, like so that, what, is it saying they're out as potential directors, or is it actually they're out as the writers as well? Writers. So well. hang on a minute, there was three writers and J.J. Abrahams, now it, none of them are involved in the third film. What they're saying is all the people that were to do with one and two have got nothing to do with the oh, third. Oh, great. Possibly. There must have been something that happened then. Well, well, you need someone like Jonathan Frakes to do it then. Mm. Surely there's no one else. Although, oddly, I'd quite like someone not related to... The franchise. Uh, ...Prime Trek to actually have involved with this one. Oddly. Although so who would you I'm, have then? I'm not the one to talk to about directors. I have no idea. I think to say uh, our film... Me? Film buff who, would I, who would I pick as director? Um, I mean, well, Spielberg's no longer needing a, needs a job, doesn't he? <laughs> He's just finished Lord of the Rings and Hobbit. That's um. Oh, sorry. That's, oh, that's Pierre Jackson. Ooh, sorry. That's Pierre Jackson film. <laughs> no, it's not Spielberg. Um, I mean, if it was me, I'd have someone who who knows the franchise quite well. I would prefer to have someone who's a fan of it who knows it. Me personally, but. But, but then you go down the route of assist having someone from the prime universe that's the problem with it because you know they could well well want to have I want some with a fresh pair of eyes that's what I'm after I well if, that, if that's the case I would go they've with... already gone to the world twice but they need, they need, to, they need to be a Star Trek fan surely mm, could have Jonathan Ross doing it Jonathan Wath yeah possibly <laughs> I, I know um, <laughs> if I see that Star Trek yeah, I, yeah. um I don't know. I mean, someone like Peter Jackson, Spielberg could definitely do it, but I don't know if they're Star Trek fans or not. 
mm. but maybe they don't have to be you know, Abraham's wasn't was it and they had a fantastic job that he did with it he, Abraham's never watched much of Star Trek before doing them I think we'll watch it and see we'll have to wait yeah we'll have to judge it for ourselves you guys and we know as much as each other we don't know as more than you know and vice versa mm-hmm. so we can't we can only speculate mm. yeah. so at this point it's a shame it's, but we'll have to wait and see it yeah. could be a good thing it could be a good thing we'll but have to wait I'll, I'll never, we don't know what direction it will now take because we never got to see the film that was being developed because mm. you guys spoke, spoke about it in your discussion in about ju- what June, the plot was about wasn't it but, we, but they had already started writing it by that point so all the work that's been done but it's been thrown away but the issue is are they going to stick with it or are they going to change it all Mm. Are they going to get the skip script and, and add, a, add, add a take from it? Or there, there, there was something I heard about, um, I don't know if it's mentioned there, but they, they were talking about actually linking up the previous, I think it was the first film, the Vulcans or something, used time travel to go back in time to stop the destruction of Vulcan or something. There was yeah, a, I saw time travel in Wonder Dottles already. Yeah, yeah. And again, again, I thought, please don't. No, no more time please travel. Because that's like, it's like what you were saying in it's the It's one of the criteria that I, I don't just, want time travel for... Mm. even in a sense using Khan's time travel in a sense yeah and I I don't want it I want a stand alone thing with new things in it Mm. as I said before yeah they've got to go out and explore something they've got to go out and explore and something with a real plot to it Mm. not just something to keep the mass audience happy I want something with a a statement something saying something Mm. Something a bit controversial that not everyone would like, well, but that would make a good something film. Something Star Trek. Yeah. Something to say. Again, so Star a bit of meat to it. Something to say. A, 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 something about the current environment. Saying, we need to do something about that. Mm. Not just let's blow something up. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, we mm. can watch something else. Well, we'll have to watch that space then. We'll have to wait and see. Well, we'll I think we'll monitor it and I'm sure we'll. We'll I'm sure there'll be more news about it next week, won't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. So, that, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. No, so we, we couldn't really do this episode without talking about it. Cause no, that broke what, a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah, literally two or three days ago, after we set up the video this this week. But yeah, I think that's that's all we've all got time for today. Yeah, well, I've got my other Simon's news, got a little. Have a little news. Yeah, Simon's got news, haven't I? Yeah, go on. Yes, you, yeah. Got, you guys again don't, don't have, have a clue about it. So Simon's got special news. What have you got lined up for us? Oh, because I, well, I don't know either. Well, I've been in discussion with Wayne Emery of Trekmate. Oh, right, Wayne. yeah. And because this has been long overdue, because how many episodes are we in now? Mm, ten. This will be our tenth. Tenth episode. Well, that's gone quick. That's including the blooper. <laughs> uh, the little um, what the promo? Promo. Promo. Yeah. So we've done about nine, haven't we, really? Nine, yeah. ten, yeah. I think um, you did actually briefly talk to me about this because I saw the email, but carry on, yeah. yeah. I think I might know, actually. Go on. And it, it possibly in the near future, I can't be, can't, can't be sure when, but in future episodes, we will be getting um, theme music and section things. Ooh, that's oh. pretty cool. Oh, well, like, like mission logs have as well, like, between so each section. He's make, the guy we'll from Trekmate is making those, is he? We'll be, yeah, they'll be coming in in future. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. I can't be sure for, t- for time scale. Obviously, no. 
and I've been discussing with you guys what we'll, what we'll go for. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about it after we've done this. So what's this space? But we will yeah. we'll be getting more podcasts that we wanted from the start. We've not been able well, to. Well, yeah, we've all just seen. We, I think we can all agree we've all done this just for a bit of laugh, a bit of a joke, and, and see what happens. And mm-hmm. we, we I've been going on about my jingle for ages. Yeah, but, but we'll, we'll be a step closer. I'm not, we probably won't be what you want. No, we'll we'll have anything. Something. I've just anything really. I think it will really suit you. Your quite cool. We really. need that. So we'll we'll be working on that over the next few weeks, trying to mm. work out what we want. And I say thank you to Wayne for offering to do it for nothing and just for being great wow. to us. Yeah, yeah I, think, I, think, so I think that says a lot. Of, we, we, we've had this a lot with the, the yeah, Star Trek fans. Again, it's we? going They've straight back us. to you know thank you to the Star Trek podcast facility for mm. being so wonderful and being so welcoming. Because hey, it's just it's one of the big things. I mean, in this world where no one cares about each other, it's nice to have that. That doesn't happen. Everyone We've always been made to well, feel, 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 uh, there, there, sorry, feel, feel welcome, welcome yeah. in the thank you. I say so. I've got, I've got a, so I've really got to thank Wayne for being so fantastic. And I say, you, you, has I'm he listened sure to a couple of our episodes? And is that why he's going to do it? Because you are I, asking about I our sent jingle. him on that updated information pack. Mm. That took forever. <laughs> Fifteen episodes to go up to him. So, <laughs> so <laughs> blimey, update the information pack as well. Like you send it out to him. Yeah. And there's a possible. And we're also trying to arrange dates where there's going to be a podcast crossover. Collaboration so between the two have, podcasts. Mm. But I say we're still working details out and stuff like that. So, you will so what's get this space, peeps? Obviously, we'll let you know and give you some warning. But yeah, yeah. I say the podcast is going to improve itself in the next month, two months. I'm not next sure. Let's see, see where we go with it. Let's just see where we go with it. But I say it's going to be. It's going to sound a lot better, and it's going to give Jamie a lot more to do. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. I'll just sit back and enjoy. But yeah, it. yeah. I, yeah. Say it's something you've been asking me for. Ages since we've, so I think some one of the first things you spoke about wasn't when mm. you came on board was just kind of jingle jingle jingle. When's this happening, Sai? Because it was so pretty I much can, you preemptively brought it up in our little episode we did. But I can actually right. say it's happening. It should now hopefully be sorted. Yay. So so cool. yeah, we just, I, I, so I wanted to bring that to you and mm. sort of announce to you guys. Sounds like a plan. Like, yeah, you did mention. It. I think you mentioned it to us both, but we haven't I've officially said it. Not to that degree. Not mm-hmm. to that. I sort of mentioned. Half of it, and so you knew actually nothing about your joint question, which is wonderful. No, you get that very well hidden from us. Hmm? We'll bring that up, man. Yeah, we will. Oh, yeah, with that news, I thought, yes, yeah, <laughs> nice about time that it's a nice, nice way to end. I say it. a bit of podcasting news for once, which is, yeah, it's well, a nice change, isn't it? Overdue. But there you go, right? We'll end it on there, yeah, yeah, brilliant. So, we hope you've enjoyed listening as usual. Check us out, yeah, just don't end up in Sovacore, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And as, Ashley, and as, 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 Ashley, as well, Ashley V. Robinson says, make good choices. <laughs> no, be safe, make good choices. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's ending soon, isn't it, as well, the uh, Indiegogo? Um, yeah, the, the, today. That's today. We record it, so that's uh, no point saying it. Oh, well, no. And, oh, oh, actually, we can point that out. They have actually made their uh, final uh, stretch goal. So they will actually be doing um, an episode on the... Enterprise Bridge. Oh, so they are the doing show. it. Oh, fantastic! Oh, definitely tip that out. They are doing um, like the triple thing. They're doing that. Yeah. They are also doing um, and time as well. Brilliant. Good. So, to watch yeah, that for that. Congratulations for them, and that's coming yeah. out. I think um, next year. End of next year. End of I next believe. year. Good. But hopefully, we'll get them on and get them involved and things. 
Brilliant. So yeah. Right. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. As always, I have been again. Phil. I've been Jamie. I've been Simon. And as we all say, to next time, kapla. Or engage. Or engage. Kapla. I thought we'd be nice. Kaplunk. Bye. I thought we'd be nice. Bye. 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 Bye.